Let's continue our discussion here on the volatile markets. Even some stock picks maybe you want to consider. Jeffrey Small is with us, president of Arbor Financial. Jeffrey, thanks for being with us. So is it getting hard to make some stock picks? I mean, this market has been uh, somewhat insane and unreliable, right? We had down three weeks. Then we cracked, you know, we moved higher only to have this major selling yesterday. What are you thinking here? Well, I'm thinking that the market's on fire because sentiment hasn't been this low for a risk on appetite since 2008. And so the market is more data dependent on the CPI, but that one, one tick up in inflation and look what happens, everything starts to fall as we look to a much longer play on when interest rates will peak. And so now we're really projecting rates to peak in April. I'm not sure when they're gonna back down, but nobody wants to own stocks when what? They know they're gonna be cheaper in a few weeks or a few months. Yeah, understood. So at this point now, the economic data continues to show hot inflation prints. Likely the Fed will continue to make their moves. Um, what kind of stocks are you looking for in a portfolio? Well, it's, it's, it's more difficult than ever to beat the market right now, Nicole. But I think as an investor, if you're looking to try and, and have enough skill to beat the market, you look at things that are going to play in the energy wave side of the equation with good dividends. And so we've got a couple of picks there we'll share with you today. We really like Valero. It's got a very high dividend at three and a half percent. Of course, you know, they're a refiner and, you know, refiners are going to be firing off for a long time now with all the demand and energy. But we also like Chesapeake Energy. Chesapeake Energy has some very interesting metrics. They're very underpriced relative to the market based on what's happened. The price targets on both of these stocks are 30, 40 percent higher in 12 months than the, than the way where they are today. And we see lots of upside in these. Um, and besides that, Chesapeake's got a 6.61% dividend, which is very strong. Um, but I also like as a longer term value strategy, Meta, which of course we know is Facebook. Um, no matter what happens in the economy, they're gonna grow their bottom line at greater than 7% year over year for the next few years, regardless of what happens. And we know Facebook is one of the internet giants. And so you wanna definitely make that a portion of your portfolio at these prices. Meta hasn't been this cheap since May of 2017. Why do you think it's so out of favor? Why is it the worst of the bunch um, when so many folks like yourself come and say, look, Meta's a great company. What is it that you like about it when it's hovering around these 52-week lows today? I mean, obviously, people were buying it at one point when it was much higher. We always say the joke, like, if you liked it at 100, you like it at 70, right? Um, that was just a, a broad-based number. What is it that you like about Meta? Well, Meta has the most upside potential as a value play in a very undynamic economy based on their entire structure. Their margins are phenomenal. They can shift around and decrease spending on certain areas to improve their margins if they want. And from a profitability standpoint, they smoke the FANG components. Um, and so I see them as being significantly underpriced right now. You know, it should be $190, $200 stock based on its current metrics. And they are facing regulatory headwinds. That was really the first straw that broke the camel's back here when Meta started to show weakness in its stock price. But it has been absolutely pummeled, Nicole. I mean, it's it's less than it's more than half, 50, 60, 70 percent drop right now than where it was at its peaks at 326. I mean, it's it's been hammered. And so I see it as a great buy. Yeah, I was reading and, and also listening about the potential strike, right? The freight railway union strike. And it seems like the last several times the government stepped in, it really didn't amount to much at all. Is that what you're expecting now? Or are you thinking 
that if it does occur, it's really bad news and why? Well, I'm thinking that, you know, the, the, the political as the political theater will be involved dramatically because the last thing they need in an election year is the freight ways to shut down due to a strike. Just imagine what that would do to the supply chains that are already significantly constrained. And the downside to that, that, that uh, strike would be the fact that energy would be hit the worst because they're the major transporter of oil. And that's a problem since we got rid of the Keystone Pipeline, which was a huge mistake. Even though it wouldn't be delivering oil today, it'd still be being built. It would still take pressure off prices if that was still in play. And so I would imagine President Biden would, would jump in immediately and try and resolve this because we really can't afford to have no railway at this time. Right. Jeffrey, great to chat with you. Thank you, Jeffrey Small, President Arbor Financial. Nice to see you. Thank you. Thank you, Nicole.